Can I just drink tea instead of jogging? <laughs> you could. You will get different results. Will I live forever? <laughs> All things must come to an end, but this podcast is merely beginning. Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Brian. And welcome to the Leaku Studios Podcast, Freeware Game Review number 97, Street Fighter X Mega Man. Podcast for the week of December the 15th. You told me you had stuff on the docket. Yeah, I do, but like, it's not a good follow-up to "Hey, what's up?" because it's like, "Hey, what's up?" Oh, not much. Just hanging out. I upgraded to Windows Eight today. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, like that. Like that's kind of the only thing. Like I've heard that if you're like looking to upgrade to either seven or eight, there's no reason not to go to eight. Yeah, and then I've heard people say that eight is just profoundly gross. Even if they're like, it's a little easier to find the more like um finagly like higher end user options it is oddly um, enough and it there's like minor performance improvements there's some pretty solid performance improvements but just the whole way that they're shoving apps in your face is kind of grody okay um it is a little bit uh okay. like i basically never want to use that that new start menu the the tile screen thing um but it's you just like it pops up when you start your computer, and then you press the Windows key, and then you're just in a desktop, and you're all set. What can I still get to the? Can I still do the run command by hitting Windows R? I haven't tried it out. Okay, it's Windows X to bring up uh, a little menu of like you know basic stuff like go to the control panel and bring up a file browser, or bring up the event log for this computer. Hmm. Um, and other more fiddly things like that. Yeah. Um, I Power had a, user options. Yeah, sure. Um, I would just call them user options. Because uh, I, I think... It, no, because if you... Power user. If you've done that, you've taken responsibility for if your computer breaks. Yeah. And with great responsibility, backwards engineers into great power users. I don't fucking... That guy oh, wasn't very okay. well workshop. <laughs> I don't even like that movie. For real? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, have you seen the new Spider-Man? How do you feel about uh, that? Amazing was a bit all right. It had. Yeah. Um, I hear it's more quippy. It had uh, what's his face in it? Dennis Leary. Oh, for real? Yeah. He he played uh, police commissioner, not Gordon. That's pretty rad. Yeah, because that just... dude's got a face to be a fucking police commissioner. Yeah, I just like Dennis Leary when he does that. Yeah. So I never watched his fucking fireman show, but I bet he could sell being a pissed off fireman pretty weaselly. It was pretty weaselly. Weaselly. That's what I said. You're thinking of um, Ron Weasley, Breaking Potter. Yeah, um, I did have a bit of weirdness in installing it because installing it was super easy. Like I didn't have to format or anything. Like you just installed over your yeah, like seven, I guess. I, I didn't have to, you know, make a, a disk to boot from or anything. It was just like, hey, I downloaded this thing. 
Oh, you got the code? Okay, let me see what's compatible. All right, yeah, your computer will work. We're going to install it now. It'll probably restart a few times. Don't worry about it, though. Just let it sit? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, How long did it take, then? Uh, like, a couple matches of Halo. Okay. Um, That's not bad, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. It, it was maybe, like, 40 minutes or so altogether. Dude, Halo. Yeah. I'm almost at the level cap. Let me really? finish my story, though. Well, the first level cap. Oh. Um, Dude, we got to play more Halo. we got to get some drink and ranking going. Oh. Finish your story. I didn't bring it along because I was kind of grumpy, and I, I don't know. My judgment was clouded. Yeah, I know. Uh, we could go grab it, though, if you want to play more tonight, because I would get down with that. I would get down with that, I think. All right, cool. Okay. Um, so, like, installing it was really easy. Like, you know, it's just like, hey, which sort of options do you want? And one of them was, what do you want, say, like, backed up from your old Windows install? And my options were personal information only... Which is what it said, like, personal data only or nothing. Huh. So I said, well, I want something. And I had I had backed up, like, my music and stuff beforehand on my own. Um, so I said, oh, okay, I guess personal information only. Sure, let's do that. Um, you know, because it was the option that was save something. Um, yeah. So, like, I go through the install and everything. And once it's done, like, the... I go to, like, you know, sort of take inventory and be like, okay, what's still here? What do I need to reinstall and everything? Uh, oh, oh, I don't have Steam. I should probably reinstall Steam. Okay, I got Chrome. I got Steam. I got, well, I don't really use any messaging software or Twitter clients or anything at this point. I just kind of do. Um, and I noticed when I was going through that, like, all of the file structure that I had set up was untouched. Yeah. It was all the same. It was all fine. Any of the file structure that Windows had created like you know f program files f users documents and everything yeah had been wiped out huh well yeah like i imagine if it was um which was basically no big deal aside from now i have to like re-download my steam library oh that's kind of weird because i imagine like by personal like information i imagine that's anything that was in like my documents i haven't gone poking around enough yet to see like you know, they probably got moved to some new location that I'm not familiar with because I don't, you know... Mess around with that usually? Yeah, I, yeah. I have, no, I just haven't fucked around with it enough yet to try to find it. But, like, you know, I went to try to put my background back to what it was before and I couldn't find the picture. And I was like, oh, well, I told it to save my personal data. Maybe it's in my new photo library? No. Well, if it no. wasn't in there before, then, you know... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, hmm. No, because when it sets it as a background, like, it will save, like, a separate copy somewhere, but it's in, like, a Windows temp folder. Yeah, yeah. And not, like, in... So, probably gone. Yeah. Um, but it was great. It was that Neo-Mexico wallpaper. Although, <laughs> I know a lot of, um... I know a lot of Steam games, like, especially, like, non-Valve developed ones, will still save a lot of data into my documents. Yeah, yeah. So, possibly, like, a lot of your save games might still be around. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, which would be cool. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, my Dark Souls stuff is in Gwiffle, so it should be okay. Excuse? Games for Windows Live. Okay. Gwiffle. Gesundheit. <clears throat> That's actually something that I'm curious to look into, is any sort of interconnectivity between my PC and my Xbox now. Yeah. Um. There's something you can do in... Because uh, there is, like, a login to Xbox Live tile on the tiles page. Really? Yep. The only, the only thing I, I really know that I've, I've actually done before and was really neat was 
you can go like as long as you're running i think it was like windows media player eight and up possibly nine mm-hmm. um you can go in and basically tell it to act as a media server and then your xbox will actually recognize your computer over the network and you'll be able to stream any music in your music library hmm. across to your Xbox, like you would play something off of the hard drive on the Xbox. Okay, that could be interesting. Except Which like... was also really cool, and then <clears throat> that's how I was able to play so many, so much stuff in Beat Hazard because I got the Xbox version because oh, it came out first. I see. Yeah, and I didn't just have to play the songs on Plastic Beach over and over again. Are there any? Do I own any games that do like soundtrack stuff? Probably not. All of them. All of them. I mean, like, that's a thing, like, Xbox, it was like a Xbox 360 <clears throat> mandate that it would have to pay attention and let you use See, custom See, here's soundtracks. the thing, though. My Xbox and my computer are in the same room. Yeah. And my computer's already hooked up to better speakers than are on my TV. It, but, like, the only thing about it is, like, um, like, because they build it into most games and, like, they have to do it, like, what they'll do is, like, they'll mute your custom soundtracks when you get to a cutscene, so then you yeah, can yeah. hear what people say. And that's, like, the only reason why that gets cool. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Cool. Uh, mostly now I can play XCOM on the PC. Cool. Uh, because I was in fucking obsolete town still running Windows XP. Yeah, I'm still running Windows XP. Well, you can't play XCOM then. Oh, man. That's the, the first thing that I've run into that it's like, no, we're cutting it off. We're not supporting Windows XP anymore. Jeez. <laughs> no, that's actually... um. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? I am probably the same like guy as the guy that's still running Internet Explorer 7 and fucking up the internet for everyone. Well, forget that guy. Um, I'm not that guy anymore. I'm probably going to upgrade really soon. Like, it's maybe like when I get a job again and can't afford to buy parts. Yeah, yeah. Because um, like, I think everything in my computer is okay, but I want to upgrade... Like At this point, I think... like. I don't think they're making graphics drivers and, like, DirectX stuff for XP anymore. Yeah, yeah. And that's slowing my computer down more than the hardware itself. Yeah. Um, that That's one of the reasons that I, I did upgrade, because I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't think this has been supported for, like, four years. Yeah. Also, I'm just sick of, like, any time I need to reinstall XP, also having to install, like, three service packs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No, I've been really, like, like the only thing I feel like I've played recently is what we're talking about today. Like, I've been sitting here going, like, oh, I should keep playing Final Fantasy XII. Oh, I should get back into Fallout New Vegas. Oh, I should, like, just grind out the rest of Forza Horizon, because I think I'm near the end of that game. Car grinding. And then I don't do anything. It's really weird. I kind of get that sometimes. Like, I'm just like, you know what? I really want to finish this character and this character in Dark Souls. And I really want to play more of this. And I really want to... It's really much easier to just, like, turn on my Xbox and press A until I'm in a big Team Slayer match. Yeah. For some reason. That's ma- that's, like... main, that's mainly why I've been playing more Forza than anything else, because that's <laughs> still the disc in my... Although I'm thinking, um, the library has a copy of Armored Core 5. Okay. And Andrew has my copy, and his semester just ended, so I could go get that copy, and then we could do like some three player. I never, fin- I, have I never my copy. I never finished the like campaign stories in that. Even we could get fucking coffee, yeah, to be our operator, and then we could get trashed by people who have been playing that game since the launch to get their perfect 
randomly leveling up guns to the perfect configuration they need. Yeah, that game seemed a little busted. Yeah. But, dude, giant robots. Yeah, it's still Armored Core. I mean, that's pretty dope. I finally saw that trailer for, for, for Pacific Rim. Yeah. That movie looks pretty good. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Giant robot movie. I mean, that, that movie's either going to be fantastic. GLaDOS. Or it's going to like suffer the same problem that every other sort of American giant robot slash kaiju movie has suffered, which is that it's going to be, you know, less than a half hour of giant battles. Mm. Um, like that's kind of... What it... was the, the, the really old robot movie with... Um... The Iron Giant. No, no, it was live action. It was live action and puppetry. Crash and Burn Achilles... I have robot jocks from Netflix. That's upstairs, the one. Actually. That's the movie. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, we should watch it. Oh, dude, we should watch that. And then I can send it back and get more discs of the Muppet Show. Cool. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. So we'll do I that later. Watching a little bit from that, and it was like, oh, he's arming yellow lasers, and then he fires, and it's actually a green laser. It's like, oh, you can't have a green laser in this class. And then, like, the dude falls over and crushes the whole crowd, and it's like, no, his career's over. Oh. That sounds alright. So let's go watch that later, but for now, let's talk about... Street Fighter X Mega Man! (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oh. No, like, this made me happy. Yeah, me too. It's very Mega Man. I, I, I came here today with the expectation... Of being like, I hadn't actually played the game yet. Mm. So my initial reaction was, Capcom! Capcom! Um, but then I actually, I, I, we sat here, well, stood here because it was up on the arcade machine and actually played some. And uh, it's a really fun game. It's really well made. And like it, it's really true to the 8-bit Mega Man style. And it has fantastic music and good level design. Yeah, the, like, it's like, a really good game, you guys. The level design, the sort of like the ease which with the ease with which they've sort of taken Street Fighter characters and moves and turned them into Mega Man boss patterns, like yeah. that's really good. Um and it's, it sort of makes me remember that like, uh yeah, like a boss can just be like a really complex pattern instead of Yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember did we talk about that on the podcast, how uh, Mass Effect 2 at least had a boss, even if it was some sort of giant robot skeleton baby? I don't think so, but yeah, I mean, that's true. Because uh, we were comparing... Spoiler alerts for Mass Effect 2. Well, no, because we were comparing it to the end of Halo 4, that's right, and how that was basically a cutscene. Oh, yeah. Um, And, like, because there's this idea I've been sort of kicking around for a little while now that, like, a boss is really just, like... As long as it is, like, a pattern which requires three or more steps, and then you do that sequence, like, three times in a row, that's kind of what a boss can be. I don't care what game you're in. Like, that will... Even if it is not good or sort of, like, incongruous with the rest of a gameplay, like, that can be a boss, and that will feel like a boss, and you will feel sort of satisfied playing that. It's strange that it's this sort of very specific thing that... (laughs) I I don't know. It's just something I realize, like, because... Like, I've seen a lot of games lately where there is no, like, boss encounter. Like, a boss is, like, 
like it's it's not because and that's the thing like like playing this game made me realize like there is a way to make a boss feel a lot just like an enemy mm-hmm. where you know most boss battles are um especially like playing um i played the the demo for the new devil may cry oh yeah um not too long ago oh yeah there's a demo out i didn't even know yeah i'd like to check that out it's pretty good it feels pretty good like cool i don't know if there's going to be as much with the like weapon in there but the trick is is like as much with the weapon well because you know how you like collect weapons over the course of yeah, the yeah. dmc um basically I, I don't know if this changes or if this is just as far as you were in the de- in the demo but like you get your sword yeah but then there is like an angel trigger and a demon trigger yeah yeah i heard it was a bunch of like angel demon sort of like branchy stuff but it's modifiers so, like, you're just sitting there, you're hitting your your attack button, you start holding, like, literally the triggers are, like, angel mode and demon mode, oh, and you just what? hold it down, and your sword turns into a scythe, which is for some, uh, like, it has, like, lift powers, and, um, like, lift and push and crowd control, and then, you, otherwise, you hit the demon modifier. Wait, which, the scythe isn't the the scythe is the angel one. Yes. Okay. Because the demon one is just like a giant, like three hit heavy hit axe, and also pull things to you. What? What if you pull them both at the same time? I believe that's what gives you like the actual demon trigger mode, which isn't which doesn't make you like a oh. which doesn't transform you into a demon like previous games. I think it just gives you like a really short sort of bullet time. I didn't get to play long enough to get a feel for that. I was um, hoping that like. That's what you do nine tenths of the way through the game. It's just pull both. It's triggers. just pull both triggers, and then something batshit happens. Like at the end of the first Devil May Cry, when it was a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know that's something that I keep forgetting. Like you was pull in... both triggers, and you turn into a motorcycle, and your front wheel is an angel face, and your back wheel is a <laughs> demon face, and then you motorcycle race. You know, they, they they have the capability to get to that level of ridiculousness still, okay. even with their new style. Um, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning actually yep. had something like that. Um, or, like, it was just a very, very visceral, you pull both triggers and you go into fate shift mode. Yeah, which, and then you execute your fate shift kills. Because you are literally, like, cutting the strands of life. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. But yeah, and so this game just really sort of reminded me that you can make a boss that feels just like an enemy. Yeah, honestly, um, this is reminding me of uh, Bioshock, where like a lot of people's complaints with the end of the game was just like, you know, there's this really big story payoff moment and all this stuff happens, and then there's like three more hours of game, and then you fight, you know, a SNES boss with pattern attacks and three elemental forms. And I'm just like, yeah, but I mean... If the game didn't feel like it was building towards this other thing, and then that other thing happened, I would have been happy with a you know a three forms yeah you know boss yeah. L- like and I I just thought it was interesting that you know there was just the collective recognition of that thing as oh yeah that's a boss yeah <laughs> I mean like that's like yes they did it wrong that is not where the like that was not the climax but at least that game had a boss but you know what it had a boss yeah. <laughs> Even Doom 3 had, like, a giant boss. Yeah. So, uh... You had to charge up the Soul Cube. Yeah. Also, there's a Soul Cube. Oh, man, Soul Cube. Um, but yeah, and, like, also just sort of, like, they picked... They they adapted it into ways where it still makes sense that you get a, um, a weapon off of each enemy. You test it on Dan, which is an amazing... 
No, like just thinking about it, like it, like each Street Fighter character has, you know, their selection of special moves. So they have, you know, a couple iconic things mm-hmm. that you're going to recognize them by, and are really easy to sort of transfer into a new, you know, form. Except Blanca. Blanca's got the the aerial spin thing, and he's got Shocky. Yeah, and but, then watermelon powers for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't um, know where the watermelon like I like it though. But it's like goofy. if you if you think about like a Mega Man boss, like it's the same sort of thing. Like, oh, what's Iceman do? Well, he jumps from side to side, and he freezes the floor, and he makes icicles fall down from the ceiling. That's like three things. What's Ryu do? Well, he's got an uppercut and the hurricane kick and a Hadouken. That's like three things. There you go. Yeah. Like, if anything, like, it's a bit more, you know, and uh, after playing Powered Up not too long ago, and, you know, that is the, that is the first Mega Man game again, mm-hmm. but e- even in the remix mode where they have a few more moves, like, there's, like, a, like a hefty sort of move set that the bosses have. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's interesting because, like, like, the pattern mixes up a bit, but they still do a good job of just being like, yeah, you like, like, these are all attacks. These were attacks from a fighting game, but we've put them in in such a way that you will see, you know, they, they telegraph their moves. And you just yeah. have to get good at, like, memorizing what telegraphs this sort of big move set. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would be kind of cool. This is actually a topic I wanted to get into later, but ideas of, like, having a Mega Man styled versus game. Like, uh, ima- like imagine, like, a fighting game, but... It, you 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 could not help but telegraph as much as like a Mega Man boss did, and or or maybe sort of that's the thing. Like in this one, they do telegraph. So like telegraphing more is sort of makes up for the fact that there's a big move list because in earlier Mega Man games they didn't telegraph at all. You just yeah. had to like guess what they were doing because if you weren't already countering that move, you were getting hit by it. Yeah. Um, that your idea there kind of sounds like Dark Souls PvP to me. Yeah, right? Because even with, like, the wide variety of options that there are in the game, like, just one guy is only going to have, like, a weapon, maybe two, and a couple spells. And they all move and act in really specific ways. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you see enough fucking homing crystal soul masses you generally know how to react to homing crystal soul mass. Yeah. <laughs> and also just like, you know, you have your loadout. So if anything, like the initial challenge is just learning how to, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a over- lot of it is just like, l- l- what is he going to do? How do I overcome it? And then just doing yeah. it. And then you're just, you're, which is, is really sort of how the, the game, like, you know, the, the PVE game yeah. itself works. It's just like, Oh, what's this guy? Oh, I got crushed by him. I should learn not to, to get, get crushed, crushed by yeah. him next time. Dark Souls was the other game I almost picked up yesterday. It was, it's mad cheap on Amazon right now. No, I mean, just picked it up to play it. I still have your copy. Oh, right. That's true. <laughs> it's a good game. Well, it was either that <laughs> or Okami, and neither one of those were the games oh, that I'm in the middle of, so I'm still Okami's not... a good game, too, though. Except I'm, I almost... I keep seeing Wizorb, <laughs> and I just go, Wizorb! Just play a little Wizorb. Just pick up Wizorb. <sighs> just say, hey, Wizorb, what's up? I'm never going to finish anything ever again. I get to know you. I, is Wizorb a long game? I thought it was sort of arcadey. Uh, I mean, there's like a RPG thing where it's kind of um, Dark Cloudian, where you sort oh, yeah. of rebuild a town. a town. Yeah. What was... Soul Blazer. Okay. Wizorb. Mega Man. <laughs> no, let's talk about Soul Blazer. Let's talk about that part where you go into that machine dungeon and you, get, you have to get the magical sword that cuts iron to cut the robots. That sounds all right. Yeah. Yo, can we talk about uh, Sam, Sam Brave Fence? No, which Brave was the Fencer first Musashi? one? Brave Fencer Musashi and Samurai Legend Musashi. One was the sequel. I think Brave Fencer was the first one. Okay, had I, that steel paddle. 
Well, no, that wasn't. Oh, yeah, both of them have that, I guess, because that's Musashi. Yeah. Fight with a paddle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> um. Yeah. Mega Man. Uh, so this game was created by one dude. Ad guy. Uh, well, okay. So, yeah, no. This is where you can get kind of opinionated about this game because it started as a fan creation yeah. by one... This is going to be a tough one. Go easy on him. Seo Zong Sui? I thought it was Hoi. Well, I... I, yeah. don't, I don't think you just insert an S there. Do you do that with X's? No, it's just an H. Just pronounce H. Hui? I'm pronouncing it like there's a question mark in his name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but so, okay, the the story, like, apparently everybody's pissed because they're like, oh, Capcom, you're going to take a fan game and give that out for free. Oh, I see. Which, okay, for one thing, like, most fan games get shut down. Yeah. When, you know, people do it. Like, that's what happened to Super Mario Brothers X. That's what happened to Streets of Rage Remake. I'm just naming other things that have been on the podcast because maybe you've heard of them if you're listening to us still. <laughs> um... But, you know, it's not just that, like, he finished it and then they picked it up. Like, they... Like, they, they came onto consult and... They, they sort of caught him, like, mid-development and were like, okay, you're making a good thing. We want you to keep doing this and we're going to support you. Yeah. So they actually got, like, quality assurance. I guess they, like, you know, helped him do debugging. They hooked him up with a remixer who went and made, like, you know, the full soundtrack by remixing... Um, Street old... Fighter and Mega Man. Yeah, like like Mega Man level themes from existing games and all the Street Fighter character themes. So like the like the like theoretically they're all recognizable from both. I want a fucking soundtrack rip from this game. Yeah, I want that too. Um, cause like some some of the songs I think are annoying. Uh, Dal Sim's song is. I just spent a lot of time on that level and it got really grinding. I but, really like Blanca's. Yeah, Blanca's always been good. Like yeah. Ryu's theme actually is pretty good. Yeah. Um, the the background art. Like I'm still surprised. Like it's yeah. it's got that classic Mega Man. Like if this were widescreen, I would really like it would almost be at the level you would see like from your Mega Man nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's got your charge shot, it's got your slide, it's got eight bosses. Yep. Um, I'm I'm trying to think like what the difference is. The only difference is it does is it doesn't have like you know there's no achievements. There's barely an option menu. There's nothing really like super finicky, but. It's really solid. It, it doesn't have like that level of polish. Like, like it is a solid Mega Man game. Like, yeah, it, uh, the fact that you know it, it's this indie production, and it moves and feels and reads exactly like an eight bit Mega Man game. Yeah, is like awesome. It, it's just amazing that he managed to capture that. Yeah, like he very specific game feel. Yeah, and like especially like in the level design, like mm. the the level design is a. Like I want to say it's a bit more modern. Like there are some like modern. It design. feels like more more wide. Like I, I don't know really know how to describe it. Like it seems like you're moving up and to the left more often than you might. So the way Dal Sim stage starts is you go to the left. That's and then it's actually a giant like spiral. Okay, which is why I spent so much time on it because it's kind of a maze if you don't sort of know where you're going. Weird. Um, and then you fight Dal Sim and he's got stretchy mm. arms. There's actually a couple places where he, where the level design sort of takes advantage of, uh, you know, certain engine quirks where it's like they'll dangle a bunch of health pickups 
just far enough off screen that it'll make a bunch of enemies that you cleared out to get there respawn. Yeah. And like very interesting little dickish moves like that. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like, like, like polish wise, it's maybe around like Mega Man 2 or 3. Like you press start and then there's a, a boss, like a level select screen. Yeah. But it's got, you know. It, it, like in the level design, it has more modern sensibilities, mm. but you know, still got that same old, um, old art design sense. It's really good, and a lot of throwback stuff. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, it's I almost think it's almost better that this is a fan game, mm. um, because I would I would have to assume that if this was like a Capcom like initiated project, we would not see the little I things like the the sign on Chun Li's boss stage that just says Cap or. <laughs> You know, Dan showing up to be the one that your new weapons get tested on. Like, yeah. like those those are like those are little hints that fans would put in. Mm. Um, and like I don't know, it, like I have to imagine that like that is because like this is sort of like a, a initially fan driven project yeah. that you know even if they had like QA coming in, but it's like at the same time there's this idea of like well you know even if we're there like all right we're gonna make sure there's no bugs we're gonna give you some feedback, but you know since it isn't going to be like. Since it's not like a a sold product because mm. there's like really no risk in what you're doing with it, you might as well just be like, we're just gonna you know we're gonna wing it. Mm. Kind of, kind of the same reason why I like Space Ghost because nobody thought that show <laughs> would go on for more than like four weeks, so, so they, they just, just went kinda... crazy. Yeah, and then you know you go crazy long enough, and sometimes you get something really good. Sorry, I got a ding. Yeah. Um... Uh, well, I mean, like, you were going to be highly opinionated about Yeah, when thing. I first, like, my first gut reaction to this was basically like, and what, Capcom, this makes up for you canceling two games? <laughs> um, which is strange, because it's not like I was ever a big fan of, like, Mega Man Legends or anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Although Mega Man Universe was going to be awesome. Mega Man Universe was going to be awesome. I Mostly just kind of... The, the way the whole Mega Man Legends thing was handled, where they had like yeah. the whole dev community forum thing, and they got like, you know, hey, we're going to put out this prototype thing, see how you guys like it, give us feedback, you know. And then they just kind of like, well, the project's canceled. Maybe if you guys cared more. Yeah, that was... like was, that. That is still gross. Yeah. Um... But at the end of the day, this is still, like, a really great game. Yeah. And, like, you can definitely see the creator's love for, you know, Street Fighter and Mega Man in it. Yeah. And it's great that we got this rather than it being shut down. And, like, uh, I want to say, like, the like the team in charge of Mega Man, like, as a franchise, mm. were saying, like, yeah, we picked this up because, you know, we, like, we know we haven't been doing well. So we wanted to, I, I get like, and, it was sort of a gesture of goodwill to be like, like, you know, because if, if this was a normal fan project, this would have been shut down and yeah, it would have yeah. been unknown. But they picked it up. They supported it. They're saying like, you know, we're going to help you out. Like, I mean, there's a lot of a... people who already know about this because they were doing marketing, because they were doing, you know, they were yeah, pushing yeah. it. They were letting people know about it. And, you know, just getting that, like getting that sort of publicity is really hard. Yeah. Um. And they have, like, publicly stated that, like, yeah, we know this doesn't make up for anything, but we wanted to show that, you know, we still cared and we're trying to work on things while we actually, like, sit down and figure out what we're doing with this franchise. Because they are in a really weird place right now without Inafune. Yeah. (laughs) So, it doesn't make up for anything, but, you know, you shouldn't fault them for the fact that it doesn't make up for anything. Like, they are in a weird position. They do care, but, 
sometimes it's hard to make up for something huge that sort of was like a real dick move. Yeah. Um, but like, like it, it's, but, but regardless of, you know, recent history, this is still a really like great and just, I really like this game a lot. Like I, I came in like, like again, my first reaction to it was like, Oh fucking Capcom. What are you doing? This fucking trying to grab at something somebody else made to make yourselves look at it. like, no, it's just, no, they, they just helped this great game come out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they helped it come out. <laughs> um, just see what they do next. Yeah. I guess. Quit fucking with Monster Hunter. Yeah, give us a bit more Monster Hunter. I'd like some more Monster Hunter. If you're going to make a new weapon, just make a new weapon with, like, good, unique moveset that sets it apart from the other weapons. It doesn't need to be a transforming, fucking pole vaulting, bug summoning, weird thing. It doesn't have to be. It can be. I don't know. I'm still a fan of the hunting horn, and that's sort of really weird. I'm okay with the hunting horn. Yeah. Yeah. So. And yet, I'm, I mean, I was okay with the gun lens, and I was okay with the switch axe. I'm okay with the gun lens. I'm not so okay with the switch axe. Oh, why not? Because cause that's the thing. Like, like they gave it a gimmick, which makes it, I, I feel, needlessly complex. Yeah. Sometimes. And I, ever since then, they've just kind of been introducing stuff like that to the old weapon classes, too. Yeah. Capcom, you're on notice. Capcom. <laughs> Capcom, some guy in a basement is grumpy with you. Look out. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, like, hey, I've got a 3DS now. Um, I should have one after oh, Christmas. That, I should have brought this up at the beginning of the show, actually, when we were talking about what's new. Uh, so, uh, fellow Cod... Ah, fuck. Codblaster. Fellow Codblaster, <laughs> uh, Trunks of the... Bandcast uh, was eBaying his 3DS uh, because he had replaced it with an extra large 3DS, and I was like, eh, "You know what? That guy's all right, and I could use a, a DS on the cheap." Um, and I won that auction, so I've got a 3DS. So hey, I'll probably get that new Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Animal Crossing. I'm. Just, I have like a very short list. It's just like Maryland 3D, Monkey Ball 3D. And Ace Combat, Steel Diver. Nope. What is that? That's that was like the pack-in submarine gyroscope accelerometer game. What about Crashmo? A uh, Crashmo. Yeah. A, a bunch of like eShop stuff actually, like yeah, Crashmo yeah. and Mighty Switch Force. But not to get too far. Um, well, I mean, is there anything else to say about Mega Man? Uh, yeah, like it's a it's a wonderful little product. It if you're like me and you initially had sort of hard and bitter feelings towards this game, don't let them keep you away from enjoying what this game is, regardless of the circumstances around it. Yeah. Like, like it, and almost like, like it is a good little Mega Man game. Um, like it feels like Mega Man. That well, is it's like not a, thing. I mean, it's not a little Mega Man game. It's eight robot masters and a fucking Wily castle. Yeah, true. It does have a whole Wily it, castle. It is a Mega Man game. It, it is a Mega Man game. But at the same time, like you look back now, like you know, old Mega Man, like kind of short, kind of goes like, yeah, yeah. like I played through most of it last night, mm. and then I'm just like, all right, I think I'm I'm good now. I don't think I really go back to this. I have experienced it, mm. um, and it's not you know, it's not like there's multiplayer, it's not like there's achievements. There's really nothing to bring you back to it, but it gives you a, a taste of Mega Man. Like it's got new Mega Man levels. Like and hey, 
maybe for, you know, maybe this will be somebody's Mega Man 2. That would be interesting. Ah, there's no uh, Metal Blade in this one, though. Metal Blade! Why did that happen? <laughs> Metal Blade! <laughs> I will put a link to this game in the show notes. Apparently, like, the official download page exploded shortly after it went up. Yeah. Uh, but there are mirrors out there, like, like official mirrors out there, so there's still ways to get it. Um, I will put a link to those. I don't know why there's a US and a EU version. Like, Me neither. I, like, I don't know if that's just, like, where the server is located or perhaps something has been changed in the EU version. Is it because of Street Fighter name inconsistencies? I was thinking it might be that. <laughs> I hope it is. I hope it is so much. Apparently, there's something about, like, if you unlock the secret true final boss fight, there is, like, a special ending afterwards, which may have something to do with a new game announcement, I hear the rumors is. Ooh. And, like, there might be different versions if that new game announcement has, like, different release dates for different zones. Oh, could be. Um, I really don't know. Or it might just be that Balrog may be called Bison. Might be that Balrog is called Bison. His stage is pretty good. He's a train. Good. You know how Balrog's a train? Yeah. His is the only force movement stage. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there was the shooter stage. There was Rose's stage. Oh, true. Yeah, this game becomes a shooter for a little while. Yeah, it's a pretty good shooter, too. Yeah, like what? It's it's a little weird, but it's a Mega Man game. I'll put an I'll put a, a link to the game in the show notes. Show notes can be found at LikuStudios.net slash podcast. Uh while you're there you can look at all the previous episodes of the show. You can subscribe to our RSS feeds in iTunes or a podcatcher of your own choice. While you're at Alika Studios, you can also check out webcomics. Um, I haven't started updating aloof yet, but I have decided to do not aloof two to three times weekly. Um because I want to I wanna hit that 100 mark. I want to do it. If you do want to read an aloof, there was one that came up through Nick's Tumblr through some kind of cued post that was stuck there for months. Yeah. That was weird. It was about pathfinding. Yeah. I should probably like at least finish that arc at some point. <laughs> I got to introduce a cat. There's like two new characters to introduce before that arc ends, and one of them is a cat. If you'd like to talk to us, you can email at us at... Email at us. Email at us at podcast at elikustudios.net. You can also find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. At Aliku, aliku.tumblr, and facebook.com slash Aliku. Basically, put Aliku into whatever field fits in your social media network of choice. Yeah. You can also find us in the iTunes Music Store, where we'd be very appreciative if you wanted to throw us a review or a rating. Um, and also if, you know, just uh word of mouth, if you're ever talking with people yeah. and somebody says, Hey, I'm bored. Listen, we're here. We have a giant list of games that you can get and play for free. And, yeah. you know, we try to cherry pick the best ones. Sometimes we just go for the ones that we remember. But if you're sitting around and a friend says to you, Hey, I want to listen to two jerks talk about video games and stuff. Maybe, maybe don't give Fast Karate another bump. Maybe give us a bump. We could use a bump. <laughs> it's okay. Fast Karate, like, puts out two episodes a year now. I'm sorry I called them jerks, but I guess I called us jerks, too, so it's okay. Everybody's a jerk. We're all jerks. When they put their ad into Mabim Bam, their actual, like, copy that they gave them was a podcast by two jerks who hate anime. Well, yeah, okay. So they did it first. Okay. Ah, oh, they got there first. 
Yeah, oh. they did. They didn't get as sweet a song as we did, though. No, we got a super sweet song. There's, <laughs> theirs was the one that accidentally was about how their podcast was about pudding. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good, though. <laughs> Which wasn't too far off the truth, either. Yeah. If you'd like to hear us talk about pudding, ask me about it. Oh, we, should, we could do a new Heat Until Delicious about pudding, except I don't think you should heat pudding. Uh, no, what would you, I feel like there's somebody, for some reason, heat pudding. You heat custards. I don't know if you heat puddings. Oh, make like a warm custard pot. Well, no, no, you heat a custard to sort of temper the egg in it. Okay. It's what gives it its, its structure, its, its consistency. So until next week, we're signing off and saying, I was built by Dr. Wiley. I was built by Dr. Light. Let's! I just wanted to say thank you very much, Trunks. Please enjoy my money.